And we are back. Warp and Woof Radio, RadioNext.tv at the Cool Groove site. We come to you every Wednesday from 10 until noon. And this week we are continuing our celebration of Veterans Day. So you don't want to miss what we have to say about this. And we actually have a special guest coming second hour, Samuel L. Jackson. I just like saying that out loud. Samuel L. Jackson. Radio Next moving up in the world. I'm telling you, man, that would be so cool. But uh, what's even cooler is we got Sam Jackson coming in. He actually is Samuel L. Jackson. And Sam is coming in to talk with us not only about his military service, but about the good that they, that he's doing in and around the community. Good morning, my brother. Good to see you today. What's happening, man? It's always good to be in your presence, I feel, brother. I feel, you know, like Ray Krabs getting out of the barn and getting <laughs> to come into the big house, man. I love it. <laughs> you kill me, man. Every single time, you kill me. Yes. You can't laugh a little bit. Something's wrong, Mark. Oh, shoot, man. Every single time. How you been, bro? I'm doing all right. We're moving down the road. We need to, need to give a shout-out to everybody here about the latest uh, that's coming out uh, tomorrow night. We have some really uh, good news our uh, premiere, the movie premiere of the Comenius Institute documentary is uh, tomorrow night, 6.30, and uh, we're glad to be able to show that to folks down on uh, the south side of Indianapolis. But if you don't live on the south side and you think to yourself, wow, that's a long trek, I don't really want to go down all that way, that's fine. Uh, we actually are going to have showings in Westfield, and we are also going to have showings in Fishers. So we have at least two more set up on the north side. Uh, we are also looking for uh, folks around the community. So if you are interested in demonstrating uh, or showing our film, uh, about a 47-minute movie, uh, to folks in and around your community, say small groups, church groups, whatever the case might be, uh, let me know. Shoot me a note at echol1957 at gmail, and uh, let's uh, talk about what we might be able to do together. Or you can make a connection with our uh, Chief Connections Officer, Polly Riddell, and, and uh, all of the work that she does for us. So uh, tomorrow night, 6 on the south side of town, if you need directions, let us know. Uh, we'll be pushing that out, have been pushing that out for the last couple of weeks. We have a good group of folks coming down there, maybe 12, 14 folks going to be with us. Uh, we got our projector. We got our screen. We are set to go. Josh Collingwood, we be there uh, with all the technical digital stuff that I depend on him for at the Comenius Institute. Actually, we're going to be doing a, doing a shoot here tomorrow, uh, just before the uh, showing, uh, too, about the uh, Christmas season. So we'll be doing some brand new Truth and Two for the Christmas okay. Yeah. Well, excuse me, people, if you wonder what I'm doing, I'm producing the show. <laughs> so I'm always in the back room, so forgive me. And, and you have, what, what did you say? You have come to the big house? Is that oh, what you said? Yeah, I get to come out of the, you know, the back room and come inside the big house with Dr. Mark. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, uh, this is, uh, it's just always a treat for me uh, to be uh, with my, my brother. We call each other twin. Uh, he just happens to be black. I just happen to be white. You know, no. honestly, who cares? <laughs> no, but, but, but that's, that's the beautiful thing, you know, being intentional about what the mission is. And uh, Dr. Jane and I was just talking about that same thing. Um, how we have to be more intentional about some of the causes and the issues that we're That's dealing right. with and uh, the racial tension. Um, and, you know, man, if you don't make a little fun with it and have a little fun with it, you, you know, you're going to blow your ass. You know, <laughs> seriously, right. man. It's uh, uh, The rhetoric is so sharp and so mm. the stench is so 
so foul. But mm. then when you meet people in your everyday life and you go to work every day and then we encounter one another, that's not what yeah. this is. So that's right. um, if we can't see past that to uh, try to build bridges and, and say, okay, what's the positive out of this versus the negative, much like Jane said, smile a little bit, mm. speak to somebody you don't know. Uh, learn a new song like uh, you know i'm uh, something's happened and since i turned 60 i'm i'm really getting into country music oh look yeah, at you know i'm seriously getting into country music because the texture and what they're singing about and what they're talking about is so much like the blues yeah it is exactly the blues with yeah. a different instrument leading the the, mm -hmm. the band and i said now if i can open my mind up a little mm -hmm. bit just to say okay uh the texture of the music is a bit different but this the fabric of what they're talking about yeah. is the same old thing I, yeah, I lost my lady and me and my dog are still here, <laughs> you know, whatever it might be, you know, it's just ironic, but, but it's the same thing. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is absolutely jive with that. The emphasis that I have, even with students at IUPUI. So yesterday we were, I was talking with a student who stopped by and talked with me for about an hour. Actually, it was a great conversation. And I said, you know, what are some of the things that uh, we might be able to do in terms of connecting with students in the classroom? And he said, well, you know, it would be really cool if uh, if everybody gave their favorite song, their favorite rap song, and we use those then as the basis for, yeah, why not? Yeah. Let's do that. You What's know? your favorite rap song? <laughs> I'm just, you, 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 you know, know, know I, you threw it out there. You know you're a closet rap song lover. Come on, man. What, I do not it, have one because I do not do that. So there's there's the issue uh, for us. Well, let's let's do this. Let's take a break. Sam's yep. coming in the door. We're going to take one break. I know this isn't part of your format, but That's we got to right. get him in the house, and then we're going to come back and find out our actual favorite <laughs> rap song. I <laughs> sitting here trying to fill in for brother for a minute. <laughs> Hey man, good, good to good. see you today. You too, man. How yeah, you doing? come on you in. You want even here? How you want to do this? Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay, I'm real easy. Okay, well, you know, we come back in one more segment. We can introduce Sam and yeah. What time has Boyd been starting? Yeah, yeah, they start. Jump right in. Yeah, we're uh, we're going Facebook Live here and and uh, doing some of that stuff. But uh, yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah, we'll just keep riffing here. Right. Tell us, tell me, just so I get a little bit of background because I I don't know you well enough to ask, but so just come right out and say, what, uh, where did you serve? I served in Iraq and Afghanistan. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's a long story, but I can make it short. Yeah, that's, no, that's okay. You know, when we, uh, when we come in for the second hour, you know, I want everybody to hear that story. Okay. Uh, so Tell that story, bro. Yeah. No, oh, he's yeah. got a hell of a story. Yeah. It's, no, a, it's an important issue for us. And, you know, for me as a, uh, as the son of a Marine, you know, I, I really, uh, I, honestly, here's the straight up honest truth. The first hymn I learned was the Marine Corps hymn. Absolutely. I can still sing it <laughs> from the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That, that is the one that you have to, uh, carry on. Oh my. Yeah. Get this light, right? Yeah. We can take it from another angle if you want. Yeah. <laughs> So the, oh, you're taking it from another angle. Oh, yeah. There we go. All right. Great. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what branch? Army. Army? Army. Yes. Uh, 30, 32 years. 32 years. Yeah. Wow, man. But the story behind that is just unbelievable. Okay. All yes. right. Well, yes. I want everybody to hear that story. That's going to be an important story. Um, HB and I will uh, 
bring this back in after a song. We'll talk a little bit more about what's going on with Cominius. Okay. And then plus uh, you got to tell him his favorite rap song. Oh come on, man! You know I don't have oh, one. Man. Come on, man. you know you I don't have one. You put up there, man. <laughs> well, know. if you came out with some NWA or something, boy, I'd be just cracking <laughs> up, man. I would crack the heck up. <laughs> I'm a I'm a rock and roll guy, you know. So there's that. I don't. Hey, that's a blessing. Yeah, I, I'm a blues man. Yeah, that's it. Oh yes. I was just telling Mark. I said I've been listening to country songs lately, and it's the blues, the same verbiage. Yep. Different, different little true. groove, but it's the yeah. same thing, man. Yeah, blues is the same thing as a good country song. Man. Yeah, I just listen to Johnny Cash a lot. Yeah. I listen to uh, Buck Owen, and I used to listen to what's the other guy name. Ooh, Tennessee on the fourth. Oh yeah! Uh, yeah. Wow, oh, you're going yeah. back now. Oh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's great yeah, stuff. Old school, man. Oh, old that's, school. that's great. Yes, well, sir. I grew up on the big bands, you know, yeah. Benny Goodman, Tommy Dorsey, okay. Louis Armstrong. Yeah. So I I listened to all that stuff when I was growing up because my I dad was into that. Sarah. <laughs> man, the women Saturday morning they were going crazy. I had them, I had them in the whirlwind Saturday. I told you every Saturday you I are something about like 10, 12, 13 love songs back to back. By the time I'm halfway through, oh, they on Facebook. They, <laughs> they have joined the party and they can't hold their comments to themselves. It's nothing like good old. I say good old Saturday, good music because uh, it soothes the soul. Mm, no, that, you know, that's like, it. It the soul, man. That's it. When I'm down, and I love it. Should be some muddy water. Mm-hmm. Muddy water got some good stuff. I love here. Uh, mm-hmm. John Lee Hooker, BB King, yeah, uh, Bombay Bland. That was my man. All right. Oh yeah, it's definitely. All right. I love it, man. Yeah, that takes us back a ways. But you know what's so funny? You know, you talking about Bobby uh, Blue Bland and all them cats, man. All them cats was touring with James, man, early. Oh, yes. Macy O. Parker, Bobby Blue, them cats were, you know, wrote Hank Ballard. They was playing with, with James Brown back when they were 16, 17 years old. Oh, yes, absolutely. So, this was two years ago now. Well, we've had this show for about three years. Mm-hmm. So, about two years ago, uh, I brought in Pastor Hank Hankerson. Uh, he's a sax player been in Indy for 45 years, pastor, okay. uh, but he still played in bands and stuff. And so we had him in to talk about the history of jazz in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. About half hour in, these two, him and Hank, were finishing each other's sentences. Yeah, it was <laughs> unbelievable. It's my mother's contemporaries. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> it was so cool. And we have yeah. that, you know, we have it archived. So we oh, have that, 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 that discussion. It's That's just a blessing. Fantastic. Hold on one it second, Jane. Doc Yip, here's uh, Sam Jackson in here I want you to meet. Hi. Hi, Samuel L. Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Samuel L. Jackson. So I'd love to get going here with the notes here. Okay. Go ahead, Mark. And we are back, Warpin' Wolf Radio, Radio Next.TV, at the Cool Group site. Every Wednesday from 10 until noon, I'm here with my brother, H.B. Bell, and Sam Jackson is in the house as well. We'll be talking with him in just a bit. Uh, until that time, though, we need to catch back up with specifics on uh, what we're doing here in the community. Uh, our focus, the mission of this particular show, is uh, highlighting Christians who are doing good throughout Indianapolis. We have, uh, as our tagline, Titus 3, 1, 8, and 14, do good, do good, do good. That's what our focus is. 
And our interest always is bringing in folks from in and around the community that um, are people that have made a statement uh, in their Christian lives. So last week, for instance, we had a group in called Sira. Uh, Dolores and Diana were in. Uh, actually, we've been invited uh, because of that, because of them being on the show. We've been invited uh, to a really nice banquet here this coming summer. Anxious for those kinds of connections. Uh, we make connections in and around uh, Indianapolis with lots of different folks, which leads me then to say what we were ending up with as in our first little segment, uh, and that is that we actually have a movie out, a uh, documentary, 47 minutes long, and the emphasis in the documentary is uh, the background to Cominius, the three bridges that we cross. We cross the bridge college at IPUI. I talk with students every week about their studies, helping them think through things Christianly. Uh, the second bridge is into communities, uh, which is what we do on this radio show and have been doing for the last three years, coming up on 150 episodes, 150 episodes of this particular show, uh, introducing people to each other in and around the community. And the last is into culture, and the emphasis there is always looking for ways uh, for Christians to engage the culture. So, for instance, if you're at all interested in seeing some of this, you can go to cominiusinstitute.org.com and look at some of the teaching I've been doing in my church in the last uh, eight Sundays. I'll be continuing up until uh, the second week uh, in December. And the title of the series is Thoughtful Christians in Culture. And so we're really interested in uh, engaging all kinds of cultural issues. So, for, for instance, uh, this last week we talked about institutions and specifically the military. The week before that was about politics. This coming week I'll be discussing the issue of media in culture and how Christians should navigate uh, what we see in and around us concerning media. So uh, those are our three bridges. Uh, text me uh, at 630-303-4891. Uh, shoot me an email at echo1957 at gmail. Find me any place on social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, all over the place. Uh, make the connections with us so that we can get a showing of this new movie uh, into your group, small group, church group, whatever the case might be, happy to do that. Of course, H.B. Bell is uh, one of our board members here at Cominius, and uh, grateful for him being here with me and talking about uh, the issue of the importance of the military, veterans, and all of those good things. Your initial thoughts, H.B., just generally about how important it is to appreciate those who have served on our behalf. Well, you know, it's ironic. I was doing a show and have been doing a show to uh, concentrate on veterans' initiatives and, and the lives of veterans for the last three years here at Radio Next. And the strangest thing is I'm not one, uh, but I recognize all of the, um, the, the spirit and all of the love and all of the passion you have to have to be in the military to go fight for people you don't know yeah um to go serve a country that when you come back they don't serve you back mm -hmm. uh you know when i witnessed that and watch it i said this is about the most foul thing i've seen in my life so i said we have to have some that uh, resources available information for what is going on in the veteran community is available and uh, so we took it upon ourselves you know voices for veterans uh over three years ago a couple of different hosts uh, right now, I come in and host it and just have guest hosts come in and looking for a veteran who has a platform that they want to stand behind and stand on to uh, continue to facilitate information to the veteran community and to the people who don't know about what's happening in the mm -hmm. veteran community. Because I think if you pay a little more attention, mm -hmm. you give the little more attention. Because yeah. seriously, uh, uh, some of the things, the dishonorable discharges, because people were 
uh, dealing with post-traumatic stress disorder and they didn't know what it was at that time. And, you know, people were leaving the military and, and they were not getting benefits and still haven't been told that they can get their benefits overturned. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've got a lot of issues out here and I'm sure Sam can tell you better than me coming from uh, the voice of a veteran, but uh, we, we just have to do better at, at supporting and loving up those people who have mm-hmm. gone to make us be able to get up every day and live this life we live. Yeah. That, that's just, I think, a personal responsibility, you yeah. know, from, from somebody who hasn't served. It should mm-hmm. just be a personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. Right, walking around saying thank you on Veterans Day is all right, but. Yeah. What about every other day? That's, <laughs> the, every that, day. that's <laughs> the crucial issue, of course. I was, uh, I teach a high school course uh, every week on a mo- on Mondays, actually. And uh, I often tell my students, you know, when I find out where they live, most of them live on the north side of Indianapolis, uh, Westfield, uh, Carmel, Fishers and Zionsville. And I tell them, you know, uh, how many of you have very comfortable lives? And, you know, all of them raise their hand, you know, they're well-fed, uh, taken care of, got a roof over their house, parent, two parents who love them, all that kind of good stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I tell them all the time, you know, be thankful, be thankful for what you have, because there are lots that don't. And then I said, um, make sure that you're especially thankful to the military, because you're not dodging AK-47 fire and RPG uh Grenades being lobbed at you in one form or another, you know, we live live in the most free, prosperous and peaceful nation in all of human history. That doesn't mean we don't have our problems. We have our share. But nonetheless, we do have a great nation and we're grateful for the people who serve in it. And uh, grateful for the opportunity to talk about that today. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you have Sam on because Sam mm-hmm. has a very unique story. Uh, Sam, if you did not know uh, this listening audience, you can listen to him every Friday, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. He is just on fire, um, not only from the veteran standpoint, but entrepreneurial, uh, the feet walk that he lives. I mean, brother's just uncut, unfiltered. You know me. I love authenticity, <laughs> man. I love it when people are just clean, pure, and real, and mm-hmm. they're not, uh, you know, a, a affected by that outside noise. Mm-hmm. He comes in every week and does that. Uh, but as a veteran and watching how he is uh, taking advantage, number one, of the benefits from being in the military to go on and I think you've got about six pensions. He'll tell you all this. Yeah. That man's off the chain. He's off the chain. <laughs> but, but no, uh, he does his show every Friday and I get to listen uh, to what he stands for and what he's about. Mm. And uh, respect is the best word mm. I can use as far as, you know, just this brother right here. Mm. Uh, because he is he's 100% about what he's about. Um, and I just wish that, you know, we could reach more brothers and sisters, especially as they start getting into the, the, the senior years, you know, mm-hmm. to understand life is just beginning now. Yeah. Uh, you got more ammunition and more in your cash shaving you've ever had, yeah. uh, you know, as far as knowledge, you know, if you keep your little health up, mm-hmm. you, you can be a, you can be a, a menace to society, so to speak. <laughs> you know, really, you can go out here and do pretty much anything you choose to do if you put your mind to it. So. Um, the, those are the types of things that I would love for our veterans to be able to pipe into, mm-hmm. to know that there are some opportunities and there are some ways to just continue to grow, you know, yeah. now that that portion of your life is over. Yeah. And uh, that, that's what I'm, I'm excited about. One of the things that's always true about, uh, you know, our relationship, HB and I uh, specifically, is uh, the authenticity, the genuineness, the, the this is not a superficial issue for us. This is a deep abiding brotherhood and friendship. Uh, we really do care for each other. And because of that, uh, you see not only in us uh, what uh, could be in Indianapolis, but what is. And so that's the reason why we have so many of these great guests around Indianapolis coming in, uh, folks who are doing really great things, uh, who are believers in Jesus. 
and uh, want to make sure that they make a difference. We're going to be taking a one-song break, and when we come back, we're going to have Sam Jackson join us here early uh, for our interview today. Thankful for his presence. I can't wait to hear his story. It's going to be a great time. Uh, I'll probably just sit over here with my mouth dropped open, my eyes <laughs> wide, and shut up for the rest of the time. So you're listening to Warp and Woof Radio, RadioNX.TV at the Cool Groove site. Facebook Live will stay on. The rest of you, we'll be right back. Good stuff. Going to make Thanks, you man. switch over here. Yeah, yeah. Stuff, man. Thank you. Plug you in back here. Yep. Yeah. Come on over, Sam. Yeah. Yeah, you get to be in the picture now. Get to be in the picture? Yeah. All right, buddy. Because my, see, my mom's watching right now. See that little icon right up there? Yeah. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. There you go. All right. Mom's out in Denver. Colorado? Yeah, Denver, Colorado, Littleton. That's where she's at. And uh, I, I don't know who the cold is, there or here. <laughs> it is a little cold today. It is there. Yeah, Woo, it's cold over here. It's Good really God. something in Colorado. You know, it, uh, I just am amazed when I'm out there, you know, in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Shoot, man, you can be, I don't know, in the middle of January and it can be 70 out there. I just, you know, I don't understand the weather in Colorado. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we just... Um, Gave my mother-in-law a 100th birthday party two weeks ago. Oh, my word. 100 years old. Congratulations, Mom. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah, that is, man. It's a blessing to live with that that type of life because you've been through a lot, you know, especially on in the South. Yeah. I mean, I mean. She has a story or two. Oh, man. She has a story. Mm -hmm. Good God. From picking cotton to spanking kids reading. Oh, (laughs) man. Yes, oh my. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yes, that's a sir. that's a long, long a story right there. Yes, it that's is. Right. That's yeah. a blessing. Oh, that's great. And, and, and they always ask to mom, because they call her mom, mom, what took you so long to be like you are today? And she's like, what did you say? Because <laughs> it, it's a crazy question. What yeah. took you so long to be like you are today? Mm-hmm. And she say. Our Lord Jesus Christ. There you go. That's it. That's what she say. That's, that's what took me so long to be what I am today. Mm. And it's like, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. And one lady asked, well, well, what did you do to be like you are today? She said, I picked that cotton. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny how, how you know, senior citizens can say stuff. And yet, it can be just so hilarious. Mm. And but if you say it and I say it, it's not too funny. Yeah, yeah, right. it's just it's just crazy. Much. I love my senior citizen. I really do. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Do you uh, do you spend a lot of time with them? Oh yeah, matter of fact, she live with us. Okay. Yeah, it's my wife's mother. All right, cool. Mother-in-law. Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, she re- she lives with you at a hundred. Huh? Wow, at hundred years old. That yeah. is really amazing. And she have a uh, a niece in Chicago. It's one hundred seven. Oh yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I We're, took. I told my wife, I said, you know what? Forget it. You're going to outlive me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but they got a whole lot, yeah. lifeline of Gene and their family. My, and my, my mother died when I was 72, so that's the oldest one in our family. Mm-hmm. So I figured if I pass 72, man, I'm blessed. Oh, my. Yes, absolutely. I'm blessed. So now, you know, because we're guys, we can actually do this if, you you know, women would do this. But So tell me how old are you? I am three times seven and then some more. <laughs> Oh, my word. I think I just got schooled over here. I was just going to tell you, I'm 61, you know. I'm so. 70. I'm 70 years old. Yes, yeah, bro. Oh, my word. That's great. Yeah, I hadn't heard that one before. Been doing a lot of laughing here this morning. That's a good thing. 
What is that? <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. So, uh, he doesn't like having a good time, you know, because life is too short to be too serious. Uh-huh. You've got to have some fun. You just really got to be yourself today because mm. there's so much pressure out there. It's just ridiculous. Mm. I mean, from family, friends, relatives, whatever you got it. Me, you know, it's funny, you know, at the end of 70 years old, my kids always say, do anything bother you, Dad? Yeah, mess with your mom. <laughs> Other than that, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, give me 10 seconds when you're ready. All right. HB's in the other room. Looks via Facebook Live. Uh, he's uh, setting me up back there so I know what, what to do and when to do it. That's an important thing. So, I honestly, uh, you know, I just wanted Jen to tell your story. Okay, and, uh, great. You know, you can just... Riff on it, man. All right, good. Ladies. We good? All right. Uh, I want to say thank my brother for inviting me to come out to this great, great moment because this is a special moment. You know why this is a special moment? Because in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter one, there's a time for everything. Uh huh. And today is our time to be together. That's right. Okay. That's so right. what we are saying today is that I thank and praise God for, for Radio Next TV and this brother next to me. And that we can be able to share our story when it comes to just about anything. Mm -hmm. Because right now, we, we can share a story across the globe. Yeah. 30, 40 years old, we can do that. Mm -hmm. So it is a blessing today. So I want to say my name is Samuel S. Jackson. That's right. That's my name. <laughs> That's, and I had it first, too. Okay. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, I'm going to tell you a story about me. Uh, I was born and raised in Mississippi on a plantation. My daddy died when I was 12 years old. My mom taking me out of school. I never been back to school to get a high school diploma, GED, a college degree, none of that stuff. So I'm kind of like a um, an uneducated, naphead Negro. Now I can say Negro, you know why? Because it's on my birth certificate. Okay, now I don't know where y'all got that stuff from. I'm black and I'm African and I'm colorful and I'm all of this. What on your birth certificate is you. Mm. You can't change that neither. Mm. <laughs> You may change your name, but you ain't changing that other one, okay? All right. So, again, I was born and raised in, in Mississippi. My daddy died when I was 12. My mom taking me out of school. I was 12 years old. I had to work the plantation, picking cotton, chopping cotton, prime mules, driving a tractor, trumping trailers. Trumping trailers? What is that, Brother Jackson? I'll tell you about that later, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so I did that for seven years. Until 17. And then my mom signed me up to go to a place called Job Corps right here in the city of Indianapolis. And uh, I went there to learn a trade called heat and air conditioning. I stayed there for two years. After I left there, I went to work for Brian Heat and Cooling, the same company called Carrier that Donald Trump tried to save job for. They just changed the name. So while I was working there, a couple of my buddies, they had retired. Okay. And about six months later, I see the back at work. Like I'm saying, like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I thought you just retired. He said, I did, man. He said, Sam, let me tell you something. That Social Security check is not what you think it is. Now, remember, I don't know anything about Social Security. All I know that we were brought up at a 65, you're supposed to get paid. That's all I know. That's all they taught us in Mississippi. Get that golden age 65, and you sit back and relax. But what they didn't know is, is how much you put into Social Security and what you get back. Well, down south there, when you pick a cotton and chop a cotton, you ain't putting much in those other kids, baby. And I was a kid, 
Okay, I wouldn't put anything in a social security because they didn't take out tax on a 12-year-old kid, 13-year-old kid. So I wouldn't put nothing there. So I said, okay, so you back to work. Yes, I'm back to work. And I got to thinking about that. And I was young, too. I think I was around maybe 21, 22. And I said, Lord, I said, I don't want to be like that. And I told God then, I said, three things that I want when I get that golden age. Christ, health, and wealth. Mm. You get those three, you won't need nothing else. Mm. Think about it. Just think about it. Christ is the center of everything. You can't do nothing without your help, so you need it to create wealth. Mm. So what we are saying to you today is that, I said, okay, Lord, I got to work on my plan. See, I had a plan, but I didn't realize God had a plan for me too. So I said, you know what? I'm going to the army. Mm. So I went down to the recruiter. I went in there and I said, I want to join the army. And the guy said, well, okay, you got to take a test. I said, wait a minute. I ain't hear nobody say nothing about no test. They said they look for, for soldiers. So remember, I'm still uneducated. So I'm walking in there like, okay, I'm going to raise up my hand and swear in and they're going to send me off, right? No, you got to take this test. So I said, okay, where the test? Now keep in mind, I'm uneducated. Went back there, look at all this. My God, what the heck is all of this? So I just went down and started checking stuff off. Brought it back to the recruiter. He said, you know you failed, right? I said, no, I didn't know I failed. <laughs> and I didn't know I failed, okay? Even though I was uneducated, but I didn't know I failed. I said, okay. So I started walking out the door. And when I started walking out the door, the guy said, hey, Sam, come back. I said, okay. Sit down. He said, you really want to get into the army, don't you? I said, yes, sir. He said, don't say sir to me, I'm not an officer. I said, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> when I remember, I was born and raised in Mississippi. We were taught how to say yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. Mm. And it still ain't me today. Okay, mm. sometimes I say that to young people. They be saying, don't say that to me, I'm not old. I said, okay, I understand. <laughs> so, he said, I'll tell you what. Wait right here. So he went back and took my paper back in the back room there. And I guess about five minutes later, he came back out. He say, uh, you pass. And I'm scratching my head, like, keep in mind, I'm undedicated. Like, I said, can I ask you a question? He said, yeah. I said, how in the world can you fail and pass at the same time? He said, he look at me. He look at me. And he laughed, okay? Because I didn't know. I didn't know you could fail and pass at the same time. But what he did, he explained to me. He said, look at Sam, what you doing? You failed the test. What I done, I went in there and correct the test enough for you to get into the army. He said, but you got to promise me one thing. I said, what that, sir? He said, don't call me sir, I'm not an officer. I said, okay. <laughs> he said, you got to promise me you do your obligation. And I'm like, excuse me, sir, but can I ask you a question? He said, yes. I said, what is an obligation? <laughs> he shook his head and he laughed, you know, like, because I didn't know. I didn't know what obligation was. Remember, I quit. I think it was in the fifth grade, and I never went back to school. So he said, obligation is you have to do your six-year term. I said, that's all? He said, yes. He said, man, I, I told him, man, I do 20. He said, no, no, calm down. <laughs> okay, just do six, okay? All right. But what I done was I did 32 years. Oh, my. And when I got out, I tried to find that dude to let him know, to really thank him, okay, for giving me an opportunity to, to change my life because I'm uneducated. 
of the young black man, okay, that have no experience in nothing. That goes to show you how God works, folks. God will open doors for you that you cannot see. Mm. And that's what happened to me. Mm. Because you cannot get into the military unless you pass the test. Mm. Well, I failed the test. And God seen something in, in me that allowed that young man to help me out because that guy seen something in me. Did and you ever find that guy? I No, I did not. Okay. I never found him. I looked for that guy. And I even looked uh, look up his name and social security number. And I don't know what he dropped off the face or what. I don't know what happened to him. Okay. But I, I wanted to find him, to thank him, and shake his hand. So when I first signed up, uh, we were about maybe 10, 12 years later, uh, we got called up to uh, Devil Storm. Okay? And that was in 90 and 91. I went to war there. And uh, my wife... And Kia, they packed up and went back down to Mississippi, okay, because she wasn't going to stay here by herself in this big city in Annapolis, Indiana, because she's a country girl, too. Mm. That's another story, all right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, 1991, because uh, you guys know the war didn't last too long, uh, we got there, we landed December 25th, 1990. Yes, on Christmas Day, that's when mm. we landed. Mm. And, uh, matter of fact, I have a clipping of a newspaper. But one of the photographers took a, a picture of me with a paper cloth, Santa cloth. Yes, I took with me from, from the United States to Saudi Arabia, but that's where we landed at. And I stayed there for uh, on the balance field for about a year. Okay. And then after that, uh, I went back again to uh, Afghanistan, okay, in uh, 2004 and 2005. Okay. So... To make a long story short, a uh, total of 32 years of the United States Army. Mm -hmm. And believe me, folks, I'm going to tell you something. There ain't nothing like the military. Because, number one, I've been across the globe, and I've seen the third world country. I've seen the chaos in other countries. And let me tell you something. We might not have the best president. We may not have the best politician. But let me say this, and I'm going to say it again. Never, ever lose the freedom that we got in this country. Mm. Because if we do, we'll never get it back. Mm. The mm. world, it begins to hate us for no cost. So war is real. Somebody have to pay the cost mm. for the peace that we have today. Mm. So I'm asking you guys to get out there to pray for our politicians. I don't care whether they're Democrat, Republican, Independent, you need to pray for them because I'm telling you something. We lose what we have here. We'll never get it back. It'd be like Israel. Okay? It'd be like all them other countries that turn their back on God. You read about it. Okay? And what happened? Israel, one of, Israel was, was living good until they looked over there in the other land and they saw that everybody have a, had a king. So Israel wanted to have a, a king. What better king do you can have than God himself? Okay? But no. See, you better be careful what you pray for. You might get it. Mm. They prayed for a king. God gave him a king. And what happened? Messed up the whole life. So, like I say, we may not have the best president in, in, in the United States. We may not have the best politician. But one thing we do have, we have the best freedom mm. of any country in the world. I'll add an amen to that. Yeah, that is the God helmet truth, folks. Mm. You keep praying for our nation. Keep praying for our policy. I don't care. See, the word of God, teacher, how can you say that you... Love me. Now, remember, phrase that. How can you say you love God that you never seen? 
and you see me every day and don't love me. Mm-hmm. Now I say that, say this. You see your president every day and you say you don't love him, but yet you say you love God, but guess what the word of God say? Mm. The word of God say you're the lie and the truth not in you. Ooh. That's right. That's the word wow. of God. You want to argue, argue with Ooh. that. Okay. Wow. You're laying it down, uh, man. Absolutely. So I say that to say this. You may not dislike any politician for whatever reason, but let me tell you something. You want to see Jesus? Mm. You got to love him. Mm. No matter what, you got to love him. Okay? So <laughs> that is my story uh, of the ministry. But let me say this also. We do have uh, every second Saturday at the uh, Golden Corral on 138th Street, any veteran want to come on and be part of our breakfast. We've been doing this now for 10 years. For those of you that are retiring, for those of you coming back from the military, uh, every second Saturday, we have a breakfast there at Golden Corral from 9 to 11. Mm-hmm. Come on out. We'd love to meet you. And not only that, we have so much information to share with you, mm-hmm. okay, that you may not know anything about. Like, for example, did you know you can take your DD-214 right now, okay, and if you join a, a pension from the military, take your DD-214 or you know what you're doing Social Security. To the Social Security office, and guess what? You get more money. Wow. Oh, yes. Absolutely. That just came out last year. Matter of fact, Obama signed that. Mm. But more, many people don't know about it. Mm. Take your DD-214 to the Social Security office and show them so they can add some more money to your mm. paycheck. Okay? This is an important announcement, honestly, and one that uh, we shouldn't let go easily. When I post this, uh, when, I, when we get this uh, episode up on iTunes... I'm going to post this to all my veteran friends and make sure that they hear your voice on this and everybody that loves this country. And I just want to reiterate what Sam said. You can't say that you hate a president and love Jesus. That's I right. think that's an important point yes, and one that we shouldn't lose. We're going to take a one song break. And when we come back, we're going to hear more from Sam about his story, what he's doing now, uh, not just about his past, but about his future. Because he's got some years left here, sounds oh, like. Oh, yes, absolutely. You, you, oh, yeah, I'm trying to see the smile on this man's <laughs> face. So we're going to take a one-song break. We'll be right back. Facebook, yes, we'll sir. be here. And uh, you listen on radio, we'll be right back. Yes, sir, buddy. And it, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. I'm, it's on fire in here, man. <laughs> you know, information is, is something that we have to have. Yep. Because especially in the, in the day's time, some people say, well, what you don't know won't hurt. No, what you don't know hurt, do hurt. Mm. Yes, they do. Because mm. it can hurt you from from your spiritual life. It can hurt you from your health. It can help hurt you from your financial standpoint. So let's, let me just ask you a question since I'm going to be teaching on that this, sun, this Sunday. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be teaching on the importance of media. Now, media is a broad term. It can mean oh, lots of different things. Absolutely. But in your case, what you're suggesting here is that there's knowledge, and if you don't have the knowledge, huh. then you're behind the door. You're behind the door, okay? Mm-hmm. And not only that, the, the, the individual that had the knowledge going to go on. You're going to be left behind. Mm-hmm. And we don't want that because God has blessed us to be able to share the good news with you guys through social media, through uh, uh, radio, through television, the whole nine yards. And it's up to us to take it in. That's why my radio talk show is Opportunity with a Vision. We bring you the opportunity, and we pray to God that you have a vision. Because the Word of God teaches us a man without a vision, what happened to him? He perished. Mm-hmm. And God don't want you to do that. But I always say, what good is vision without faith? Mm-hmm. That's right. Why? Because faith is something to things to hope for, evident of things that's not seen. Oh, my. He's that, bringing the scripture now, boy. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> 
That's what the word of God is, okay? That's what the word of God is. Now, hold on a second now. You got the faith? You got the vision? But what about that word? What the word of God tell us about work? Faith without work is what? Dead. Yes. That's right. But hold on now. You got the vision. You got the faith. You got the work. But one of the things that most of us do not have today, and that is patience. Mm. Mm -mm. We mm. want everything quick, fast, and hurry. Mm. Yes, we do. We are too lazy to get up to turn the TV these days. Mm. We want to pop everything in the microwave. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> we do. We don't want to wait on nothing, okay? We want to fly from here to London in one hour. Mm. Now, come on, folks. It's time for us to just slow down and mm. relax, okay? Mm. Be patient. Why? Because I learned from the Word of God that it took God six days to create heaven and earth. You know why he did that? Because he took his time. Mm. That's what he did. <laughs> oh, he could have just spoke the word and everything could have exist. Yeah. But no, he took his time. He put everything in the right place at the right time. So and that's what we have to do. So I got to ask this question. Uh -huh. Do you preach? Do you preach in a pulpit? On no, I, I'm not a preacher. And I'm not a preacher's son. But I can do the preacher until the preacher comes. <laughs> You know, one of my favorite prophets in the in the First uh, Testament, the Old Testament, is Amos, uh, because uh, Amos said, "I'm not a prophet or son of a prophet. I'm a fig picker." <laughs> <laughs> I just like saying yeah. fig picker. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes, uh, but no, you know, down through the years, especially you know, you know, armed forces, we stay in that Bible. Now, you want to see souls get into the Bible? Put them on that battlefield. Mm. I'm telling you, everybody out there to learn the scriptures. Mm. Before they got in there, they didn't pick up no Bible. Mm. But let me tell you something about uh, uh, fear. Fear can change your mind. Mm. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. Mm. Oh, yeah. When you're in that foxhole, especially when that, that, that sandstorm comes. When that sandstorm comes, you can't see nothing. You don't know what enemy is sneaking up on you. Because you can't get out that foxhole. You got to stay at your post. Okay? Because you out there, you protect the one that's back there. And it's the most fearful thing in your life. Mm. And then all of a sudden, here comes the rain. Mm. And it's raining like crazy. And you're filling up the foxhole, water all the way up to your waist. Mm. And you're talking about reading the Bible. Man, I'm telling you something. I never seen so many brothers and sisters read the Bible all days of my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's great stuff. Is, I know. It's crazy. Now, I have to ask this question because uh -huh. uh, one of the things that uh, I saw or heard about and read about during uh, Desert Storm was that there were great revivals taking place in the military. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Revival, church meeting, uh, praying. I'm telling you, folks, it's funny how we can, when we get into a crisis, we do that. We should be doing that before we get into any mm -hmm. type of crisis. Mm -hmm. That's what we should be, like 9-11. Everybody came together. After 9-11, what happened? Mm -hmm. that, that, it's not right, folks. We need to see God's plan is a continual plan. Like Paul say, you pray day in and day out. Every day, you got to stay. This is a journey until you leave this world here, okay? This is a job, okay? A job that God wants us to do, mm. and we got to do it. Oh, my. Yes, sir? We have an awful lot to talk about here in this next segment. We've just got a couple of seconds here before we come back in. HB will holler at us. Let us know when. Uh, but I do, I think it would be kind of nice to... And we are back, Warping Woof Radio, RadioNext.tv at the Cool Group site. Thankful to be with you here every Wednesday from 10 until noon. And this particular day, we have the great opportunity to have Sam Jackson with us, great military vet who is uh, you. 70 years young, who has, uh, who has Jesus, 
his health and his wealth. Now, That's you right. tell me I'm not listening to you, brother. <laughs> this is an important man right here. So we want to make sure that we give him the mic for as long as we can. Uh, we were talking off air, for those of you not on Facebook Live, about the importance of what happens to military uh, men and women uh, when they're faced with combat. And I'd like you to go back, if you would, to 9091 and talk a little bit about what was going on in the military, specifically as it relates to the Bible and specifically as it relates to revivals in the military. Well, one of the things that I saw, and matter of fact, I was involved in for many uh, classes as a Sunday school superintendent uh, from my church and as a uh, deacon from my church, uh, when you have soldiers that's so fearful, you got to find ways to get them at peace because you don't want to put that soldier on the battlefield, okay, and that is so fearful that he forgets what he's doing, okay? So we, we did a lot of revival. We did a lot of um, uh, Sunday school teaching. And the reason I like Sunday school teaching is because that is the prime source of the message that's going to be coming for the minister. So we taught a lot of Sunday school. And we baptized a lot of uh, uh, soldiers that would, that never, ever thought about getting baptized. Mm. That was the, the most beautiful thing out there that you can see in a battle zone. And, and one of the other things that I like about uh, our soldiers, many of those went over there with serious health problems. Mm. It was so bad that our government didn't know how to fight any other. They sent over a million body bags because they thought we were going to be dying like crazy. But they're going to show you how. They're going to show you that you guys, the prayer that you sent up to God. Mm. I mean, America was praying like they never prayed before mm. in Devil's Storm. Mm. I'm, I'm serious. That's what saved us. Okay? Mm. It wasn't me. It wasn't the military. It was your prayer. And mm. I thank you, praise God, for that. But to say this here, the, the Sunday school teaching, the ministry, the revivals, really calm a lot of our soldiers down. Mm. Okay? from the mental part, because when you, see, fear is torment. You can't think when you're fearful. You can't do nothing when you're fearful. So we have to take the word of God and bring them down. That's what we've done. Mm -hmm. And a lot of our soldiers and, and, and young men were so grateful for that. And even after they got out of the military, a lot of them went on to become mm -hmm. ministers. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, Sunday school teachers, mm -hmm. Sunday school superintendent. Yes, mm -hmm. that when he first came in, they didn't know anything about God. Wow. So it was a, it was a life changing, not only in the uh, natural sense, but also in the spiritual sense. Mm. Yes, absolutely. I was uh, teaching on uh, uh, politics in the military, military this last week, actually, in my Sunday school because it was Veterans Day and so on. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was telling the story about uh, my teaching. I was teaching out in Washington, D.C., and I had 18 students in a, in a master's course, and uh, 12 of them were military. Wow. And uh, a number of the military uh, were Marines. So at one point during the class, one of the guys uh, said, do you know who this guy is? He's pointing to this guy next to him. Mm -hmm. He said, this was one of the original horse soldiers. Woo! Yeah. So the horse, wow. for those of you who don't know, the horse soldiers were the very first men into Afghanistan yep. in 2001 after 9-11. Yep. These guys went in riding horses. Not, most of them had never ridden a horse before. Absolutely. But that was the only way <laughs> for them to get in country. So, and, and there's a great uh, book about this, by the way, just entitled Horse Soldiers, and there's a movie that's come out based on the book. But wow. I just wanted to say this to you because I think you'd get a kick out of hearing this story. So I'm sitting there with this guy who was one of the first men in to Afghanistan in 2001. I asked him, would you spend uh, lunchtime with me and talk with me? Uh -huh. And he said, sure. 
So I just asked him questions. And I said, just give you some sample questions I asked him. I said, how important is it to learn the language of the culture in which you're in when you're in the battlefield? And he began to speak to me in Arabic. Whoa. And then wow. I said, how important is it for you to actually uh, participate in the culture that you're in when you're in country? And he said, my wife is a Jordanian woman. Wow. And you want to know. What he, a blessing. Yeah, I know. And he did three tours, two in Afghanistan, one in Iraq. And this is what he's doing now. He's planting churches Whoa. in the United States of America. So to your point, uh -huh. these guys coming out, they mm -hmm. go back and do what they they were given to do while they were Absolutely. there. Absolutely. And that is a blessing because a lot of them before they came in, we had a lot of them that never went to church. Mm -hmm. They never picked up the Bible. It was amazing how God can can literally, you know, change people's lives. Even through the storms and mm -hmm. the rain, okay, mm -hmm. God can change your life. And that's what it's all about. Now, for me, uh, yes, I'm a blessed. Oh, God, I am so blessed. Folks, you just don't understand how God has blessed me to be uneducated. Mm. See, and I have to go back to that because a lot of young people today are talking about, well, I don't need no education. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. In today's society, you need education. Mm. Sixty years ago, I didn't need no education. Okay? No. Uh -uh. They will hire you. As a matter of fact, when I got hired at Brian Heat in the cooling, I didn't have no education. I didn't have no high school diploma, no GED, no college degree. You know what I had? I had a record of hard working. Mm. Uh -huh. I had a work ethic, and that's what we need today, but we also need that education. Mm. Now, I always say this here, folks. Education is good to have. Okay, They teach you to go to school, get that education, get a good job, right? When well, ain't nothing wrong with that, that's what you want. My philosophy is this here. You go to school, get that education, and get your own. Mm. That's right. Get your own. Okay, you know why? Because... In today's society, most corporate world don't have no retirement. Mm. No, they, they just don't. It's, it's gone, okay? And you might live long enough to get a Social Security check. Might. Mm -hmm. And even if you do live, you might not even get a Social Security check. Mm -hmm. So what are we saying here today? We are saying here today that I'd like for you to visit my uh, Opportunity with Vision every Friday, 11 a.m., right here on the same RadioNet.tv. This coming Friday, 11 a.m. to 12 noon, I'm going to bring you some of the greatest opportunity that you've never seen in your life. Mm. Okay? You can be on, we'll be doing Facebook Live. You can be on my Facebook Live. My Facebook Live is Sam Jackson. You go there, okay? I am the only guy out of 2 billion <laughs> subscribers, okay, in the cotton field. <laughs> so if you've never seen cotton before okay you go to my facebook live okay <laughs> so we, we're going to share with you how it's so easy today even with the education or without the education how you can start your own okay now i'm in i'm in 17 different no one of 18 different business and i've been doing this for almost 35 years okay and again, God is blessing me. Because when I got into the military, I learned how to invest, where to invest, okay, and who to deal with when it comes to investment. Mm. All right? So it's kind of like, remember that I said earlier, Christ, health, and wealth? Mm. You get those three, you won't need nothing else? Think about it. When God, see, see, when you're in God's plan, can't no man take you out of it. Mm. Nobody. But he, here's the downside about it. Do you know are you in God's plan? Mm. Do you know what God wants you to do? Because me, my daddy died when I was 12. 
I was a poor boy from Mississippi. I didn't know God had no plan for me. And especially getting into the military without any education, mm. that was nothing but God. Mm. I couldn't do it. God had to do that. Mm. But he brought me down through <clears throat> that I was able to be able to get into other programs, other ways to help to enhance my spiritual life, your health, and create wealth. Because that's what it's all about. Now, let, let me explain to you about wealth. Because some people think, well, you got to be a millionaire, you got to be a billionaire. No, 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 no. Let me tell you how my wealth is, okay? When you make enough money that you don't have to work for somebody unless you just want to. If you make enough money that you're going to vacation, come back whenever you want to. You make enough money that you ain't got no bills. None of what they call it, taxes. That's it. Uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. See, that's wealth. That is wealth. When you can wake up in the morning and got good health, that's wealth. When you wake up in the morning, your right mind that God has blessed you with the blood and running warm in your body, okay? That's wealth. You see what I'm talking about? That's what you're talking about. Not becoming a millionaire. If you want to be a millionaire, that's okay too. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Okay, because God got plenty of millionaires. And God got plenty of billionaires. Don't you think you don't? <laughs> Just because millionaire and billionaire, don't, don't you think they ain't serving God? You got many of them out there serving God. All right? I know. All right? But the key to the whole thing is, where are you at in God, in your spiritual life, in your health? And are you creating wealth? Because look at your life right now. Where do you want to be in three to five years from now? Because I got a plan, okay? That in 24 months, okay, your life can change. That's right. With God help, what, 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 what the word of God tell us? I can do all things through who? Through Christ that strengthened me. Come on, somebody. Huh? Come on now. <laughs> Give me a witness now. Raise a hand. Here we are. This man Don't... might not be a preacher or the son of a preacher, but boy, he preaches. That's for sure. This is great. You're listening to you're listening to Warp and Move Radio Radio TV at the Cool Group site. Later on, my mom is gonna say to me, Now, how come you didn't talk very much? I say, man, mom, the man had it, a corner on it today. We're going to take a one-song break, but when we come back, we're going to hear more from Sam Jackson. We're going to talk more about Veterans Affairs. We're going to talk more about uh, thankful for not only this country and the military, but also for Jesus. You're Amen. listening to Warp and Woof Radio, Radio TV at the Cool Group site. We'll be right back. Those of you on Facebook Live, we're still here. All right. So, yeah, man. So you've been taking a break. Man, I get on, I get on rhythm. I'll be taking a break. I'll be gone. I'll be, I'll be like, that one hour like it is. Yeah, like, you just go. I do, man. I, do. I have so much information to share with people. Sure. It is unbelievable. So do not, please do not miss this coming Friday, 11 a.m. to 12 noon, mm -hmm. RadioNext.tv. Tune in listen to me. Uh -huh. You got that? Got no, his show. <laughs> his show. I don't think he'll ever invite me <laughs> to his show. <laughs> He's got too much to say. <laughs> now, I'll, I'll tell him, my man, and I forgot I'm talking about my business partner. I said, you know what? I got to find another way to get another hour on uh, Radio Next because one hour is not enough. Okay. No, it's it, it just not enough. You get... I told you, boy, you can do some things in the crowd if you want to. Okay, sound great. See? See, I'm, right there. I'm going to take that back to the board and we're going to talk about that because... Ain't cost you no All right. So, because we need, we need, we have so much information to get out there, not only just in the military, but in civilian life. Mm. Okay? Where there's so much going on. Okay? Like, for example, watch this now. This is going to blow your mind, Facebook. <laughs> All right? <laughs> How do you like to put gold in another way? Didn't I tell you going to blow your mind? Uh-huh. You never heard that before, have you? That's right. Put gold in the lair way with a minimum of 25 bucks a week. That's it. Yes. Tune in. I'm going to give you the information Friday. 
Oh yeah, that's what look, look, folks, you gotta go with the flow which wanna make that dope. Come on, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word, we're cracking. We're going rap, we're doing poetry. I'm holding on to the saddle on earth over here, HB. Oh my <laughs> word. Oh my word. I mean God has blessed it with all that good stuff, so why should we Keep it to ourselves. No, uh-uh. When God gives you something, share it. You know why? Because you never know when he's going to help someone else. And another thing that I would like to speak on is your health. Especially men. Men, we have a problem by not taking care of ourselves. We don't want to go to the doctor. We don't want to do this. Y'all know who we're talking. You all know I'm telling the truth, okay? And if your wife will, will listen to me, they'll be saying, yeah, he don't want to go to no doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to say this here. Okay, we're going to be talking about prostate because that's a very, very serious problem with a lot of men today. The second thing we're going to talk about is colon cancer. Okay, now we're going to not only just talk about it, but we're going to share with you what you can do about it. Mm. See, that's the difference between talking. I got to say, Sam, I just interrupt here and say, I don't think I've ever used the word prostate or colon on my show before. So, <laughs> we, are, we are getting some educating here today. We're having way too much fun. Say, HB, can you come in and take a picture of us, uh, maybe from the window shot, so we get better light this way? Oh, my goodness. I'd be grateful. Yes, sir. You know, because you know why? You know why we're here today? Because God had planned this way before we were born. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh -huh. I don't know if you believe in predestinating or not, but oh, I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, it. yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So this is our day, folks, to bring you that information, give you the opportunity, and we pray to God that you see the vision. Psalm 139 says that all of my days are recorded in a book. Absolutely. Before, before I was born. There you go. So there it is. That, that's it right there. That's right. Yeah. And, and another script I like, and this is a good one here, coming out of Matthew 17 and 20. If you got faith as a grain of mustard seed, honey, you can move them out. <laughs> <laughs> I got to move my seat over here so I get, I get my picture in, in the picture with the man. Yes, sir. I told you, man. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> this is unreal. <laughs> off the, off the chain. Anymore. I already told you. It was Casper. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Oh. And we are actually, uh, just for the sake of saying this, uh, we're uh, taking next week off. So okay, it's the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody's going to be off next yeah, week. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm going to Chicago and get my grandkids. Oh, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. Day my heart, three how, many, how many did you have? Oh, Lord, him, mercy. <laughs> he's got, he's got to take off his boots, people, to count his toes. He's got so many. <laughs> and my, uh, my daughter have one. I got three kids. Matter of fact, let me tell you the story. I got, I got three kids. Right? I got two girls and a boy. Okay. My two daughters went to college. One in Atlanta, Georgia, and the live here to work at a Synodic doing a, a building code. My son lived in a $20 million mansion. He got made waiting on him, okay? He got a big old screen TV, got the weight and gym and all that good stuff. He's a bad mama jam. Yeah, that's my son. Oh, absolutely. Hey, how would you like to live in a $20 million mansion? <laughs> <laughs> we when? in? No, he said 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Wouldn't you like to live in a $20 million mansion? You would? No, I wouldn't because he in jail. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, my. See, now you have me going again, man. Seriously. <laughs> Look, the one more time. 
All right, we're back. Warp and Woof Radio, Radio TV at the Cool Group site. So I just got to say this to everybody that's listening. Uh, HP warned me ahead of time as we started this show with Sam here. He said, uh, uh, this man is off the chain, and I'm quoting, and I have never been so far off in my whole life on radio as I have been with Sam here. Actually, he was uh, off air talking about uh, body parts that I don't think have ever been mentioned. <laughs> so, <laughs> but we were also quoting scripture so Amen. psalm 139 matthew 17 we were all about it oh absolutely so let's come back sam and talk uh again let's bring it back to the the uh, military veterans here for a bit talk again about um what's important here i know that you've, you're doing some really great work connecting with folks in and around indianapolis yes uh that are uh folks that really need that kind of help uh, let's uh, start by talking a little bit about what you do there and uh, who are the kinds of people that you're helping uh, in and around Indy. Uh, what we matter of fact, this is the peak season of the year uh, because there's so many families you know, that don't have, whether you're civilian or whether you're military. So what we do, we come together in, uh, as retirees and we uh, do fundraising for the community, mm-hmm. okay. So, for example, if you have anybody in your church, okay, that have kids and they don't have a a Christmas, not going to have a Christmas, then let us know, mm-hmm. so we'll be able to reach out to help mm-hmm. that individual or that family, mm-hmm. okay. And the second thing that we do, uh, if you need, say, for example, uh, transportation, you the veteran, because sometimes the transportation, the veteran, they get filled up, but guess what? I am an Uber and a Lyft driver. If you call me, I can pick you up for free. Wow. You got that? You call me, I pick you up for free. All right? Wow. So, <laughs> and I'm going to get the pastor my, my, my phone number here. Okay. If you don't have, I give it to him so he can share that with you guys uh, in the congregation or wherever he speak at. Because the, the word of God wants us to come together and really help each other. And that's what we do uh, as military, in the community. And my fact is coming uh, December the 8th. We have a Christmas uh, get-together. If you're the veteran, you want to come out. It's going to be at Fort Harrison out there at the, uh, uh, oh, God, FW, VFW, okay? It'll be uh, December 8th. It's on a Saturday. Come out. Enjoy. we got plenty of food. You can come out. Look here. If you're the veteran, you got a family, come on out. We'd love to have you. Matter of fact, we'd love to, for you to be part of our group. Cause we have a great group here. As a matter of fact, our company, 123rd Arcom, attached to 420th Personnel Service Company, attached to 18th Airborne Corps. Yes, absolutely. So come on out and have some fun. And like I say, if you need anything, uh, here I'm a number, give me a call. And if we can't go, we will hook you up in the, to the right people mm-hmm. in this community. Mm-hmm. Because you never know who's going to need something. And it's always good to have somebody number in your back pocket. You know what I'm saying? Say, it's good to know somebody in high places. Mm-hmm. Well, we in low places. Yeah. <laughs> and we have the high place, uh, actually, and the one that we give uh, our worship to. Oh, absolutely. Uh, one and only true God. This is uh, really important for us. Obviously, if you haven't been listening so far uh, and you've just been joining us here, uh, this is Sam Jackson. Uh, Sam served for 32 years in the military, specifically in the Army, and uh, now he's spending the rest of his days helping other people in and around Indianapolis for his participation on this radio show here today. You said that you have uh, a show here on Fridays. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, you're talking about your businesses and the kinds of things that you're uh, invested in here mm-hmm. uh, around Indianapolis. Uh, why don't you give folks just a uh, suggestion again of what are the kinds of things that you're invested mm-hmm. in business-wise so you can kind of get a census? Okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, we'd be okay being on the website so they can get Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Absolutely. Uh, uh, one of the uh, programs we are in is, uh, for example, the gold. How you like to put gold in level way? That that right there is one of the biggest problems we have today. We don't have control of our retirement. The 401k is controlled by somebody else. Your IRA is controlled by somebody else. As a matter of fact, your bank account is controlled by somebody else. All the money you get in the bank is controlled by somebody else. And believe me, if the bank folded, you're not going to get no $250,000. Mm. No. Mm-mm. You better read that fine print. It said up to $250,000, which means he can give you a dollar. That the government, what the government could do. But what about putting gold in a way where you can be actually control your own retirement? So you want you to do, okay? Go to Goldline at G O L D L I N E, Goldline.com. Toll free number there. Click on the icon and learn how to put gold and silver, platinum, uranium, and the railway. That company, Goldline, been around since 1961. The biggest gold company it is in the world. That is one. Number two, how many of you out there have pain? And I'm talking about back pain, knee pain, migraine, ankle pain, shoulder pain, arthritis pain. How would you like to not take no medication, but put on a pair of socks and the socks to relieve your pain? And these ain't no ordinary socks. How do you like to have some power in your shoe? And I'm not talking about no holy gold power. I'm talking, about, <laughs> I'm talking about the natural power that you can put the insole in your shoes, okay? And guess what? You get the power, my brother. So you go to Stop the Pain. That's S-T-O-P-T-H-E-P-A-I-N-S dot com. Those are just two. Now, I'm going to stop right there because those are very important, okay? To create, because see, what I like about the Word of God, we, most of us have Christ, but many of us have health problems. We really do. We have health problems. That, that to God, Him too. Whether your fault or, or somebody else's fault, we have health problems. Okay? When you get rid of that pain, you feel a lot better, don't you? That's right. So that's why I say Christ, health, and wealth go together. So when you go to the gold line and start investing in your retirement, and the minimum 25 bucks a week, that's it. And you can start buying gold. And I should have brought my gold bar with me. I, I got the $1,000 gold. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely beautiful. I got the $20 gold coin. Okay. I got the V nickel, uh, uh, Liberty nickel. You ever seen the, the Liberty nickel look like a dime? Oh, my God. Go there. <laughs> Goldline.com. Okay. And start betting into your future so you can put it in the palm of your hand so you can't control it. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you a story. I, not only did I retire from the military for 32 years, but I also retired from Wonder Bread. Y'all remember Wonder Bread? That's right. In 2011, I retired from Wonder Bread. With Teamster, because I was in the union. In 2012, what happened to Wonder Bread? They closed the doors. Guess what, my friend? When they closed the doors across the globe, there were over 100,000 people lost their job, their health care, and their 401k. You know why? Because they didn't have no control of it. See, when you got control of your own destiny, can't nobody take it from you. It's just like, it's like having Christ in your life. When you get Christ in your life, can't nobody take that away from you. 
Can't nobody, can, the man can't take Christ away from you. Okay? So I'm telling you right now, folks, there's a lot out here that we don't know about. And that's why God allow us to come on Facebook Live and, and, and RadioNext.tv and other different places. Okay? And we also have a comfort call every Monday night. We got the longest running comfort call in the United States. December 1st will be 27 years, baby. Wow. Oh, yes. And we got thousands and thousands of individuals from all over the globe. Okay? So tune in and listen to us. 605 475 6333. Mm. That's 605 475 6333. And the pen is 103 944 pounds. Again, the pen code 103 944 pounds. Each Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And we look here. Like I said, I'm in 18 different investment programs. I just gave you two. And everyone that I am in, okay, is earning me a residual income. You know why? Because I have the hookup. I bring you the best from the Midwest. You know why? Because I am the best. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard it here, folks, from Sam Jackson. Not only is he bringing you Jesus, but he is bringing you uh, gold and silver and platinum on the side. That's right. This is important information, you know, all kidding aside, because we really are serious. Yes. You know, folks are uh, in in desperate straits in some cases. Oh, yes, uh, Some folks probably can't even afford the 25 bucks a week. But what they can afford is they can go back to church. They can be invested in their community. They can be uh, beginning to uh, grow wealth and sustainability mm -hmm. uh, through a lifestyle mm -hmm. that is beneficial to them. Absolutely. And, of course, when you have a community around you, other folks that are coming around you, mm -hmm. I think this is a really important statement uh, that we should be making to everybody that, the kinds of things that you're saying, talking about, mm -hmm. you know, anybody can talk about them. But the reason why you're talking about them is because of Jesus. That's it. Yeah. That Jesus is the reason, okay, that we are all here today. Because without him, you know, I always say, now, this is business. This is going to be funny, but I, I'm not trying to be sarcastic and nothing like that. But you know what the word of God say? Jesus said you're going to always have the poor among you. Mm. But hold on now. Listen to this. If he had said, uh, Brother Eric, if Jesus had said, Brother Eric, you're going to be poor. Guess what, Brother Eric? You would have been poor. But since he didn't call your name, that means you're exempt from that other. So you got the greatest opportunity in the world to be successful. Because if he had said, Samuel Jackson, that's my name, you're going to be poor. Guess what? I would have been poor today. But he gave me the opportunity, okay, to not to be poor. He gave me the opportunity to share with you so you can be successful. And matter of fact, speaking on the go, I had a family uh, the same way. They said, man, we can't afford no $25 a, a, a week. I said, well, look at this way. How many trustful family that you have that can pay $25 a week? Four different families. They said, oh, yeah, I never thought about that. So if you can't do it alone, get your fourth family. Okay, and start investing together. But this is what God wants us to do. God wants us to come together. We are so divided, it's ridiculous. We've been violating politics. Check this out. You know how I many ways we divide in politics? I'm, I'm going to share it with you right now Democrat, Republican, Independent, and those that don't care. <laughs> That's four different ways we are so divided. Look at the churches. We are so divided. Well, Mr. Jackson, how can you say the church is so divided? All right. Will you let prayer come come in your church and preach? <laughs> that right there is divided, right? Now, I ain't talking about the man. I'm just asking you a question. 
Will you let the Jehovah Witness come in your church and preach? I'm not talking about the Jehovah Witness. I'm just sharing you what is fact. We are divided. Will you let the moment come in your church and preach? Will you let any other denomination come in your church to preach and vice versa? Do you think they let them come in your church? You could, No, uh-uh. We, we're divided. And let me tell you something about the word of God. The nation that's divided, we're not what? We're not standing. Mm. That's right. Mm. That's the word of God. So we got to come together as family, as community. And matter of fact, I was teaching last Sunday on community. Do we have any role models in our community? You take out the sports. You take out the entertainers. You take out the actor and actors, guess what? There's no role model in our community. Mm. You know what our young kids are dying, going to hell? If they ain't going to hell, they're going to jail. Because when you do wrong and you die, you're going to hell. Or, guess what? You're going to jail. It's hell or jail. Hell or jail. Mm. You know why? Because we don't have no role model in our community. Mm. We don't have nothing to show our young people. Only thing our young people see is that our parents are working from paycheck to paycheck. Mm. J-O-B, just over broke. That's what the job is. Now, don't get me wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with the job. But when you got to struggle every day, each and every day, that's the problem. Mm. It ain't nothing wrong with the job. It's you. Mm. Okay? God don't want you to struggle. God wants you to have the best. You know why? Because he there to give. What he said in the word? Asking and shall be given. Knocking and door shall be open. Seeking and shall find. What are you seeking for, my friend? Mm. We have a role model right here, I suspect. <laughs> We're talking about, uh, or talking to Sam Jackson here this morning, thankful for his presence in Indianapolis and the good work that he does here. And one of the things I wanted to make a comment about was the issue of role models, specifically because that's what we do at the Comenius Institute. I spend time with college young people, mm -hmm. uh, talk with them about how they think differently about their studies than other people do. Mm -hmm. I actually teach down there at IUPUI and I'm really okay. glad for the opportunity uh, to be invested in that way in the community. Exactly right. We need that. We need more of that. Well, we, we don't have enough. Right. We need people who are not afraid as Christians to be invested in the community, whatever that is, whatever exactly your gift right. is. That is the truth is. right there. So for me as an academic, as a teacher, as a professor, that's what I do. Obviously, you have a whole different ballgame going on, 17, 18 jobs <laughs> on the side over here. Man. I, don't, I don't know how in the world he keeps track of everything. But nonetheless, getting back to the role model issue, this is really crucial. One of the key words in Greek, actually, in the New Testament uh, for uh, imitation is the word mimic. Uh -huh. And so the word mimic is actually what the Greek word is for imitation. The, when Paul says in 1 Corinthians 11, 1, be followers of me as I am followers of Jesus, mm -hmm. there it is. Yes. You're listening to Warp and Woof Radio, RadioNX.TV at the Cool Groove site. We're going to take a one-song break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more to Sam Jackson about the work that he's doing in and around Indianapolis. Those of you who have earbuds in at work today listening to us, those of you who are, going to, are seeing us right here on Facebook Live, those of you who are going to catch us later on the podcast, this is a wealth of information you don't want to miss. And one song, we'll be right back. All right. Yeah. Hi, Mom. You still hanging in there? <laughs> What's that? I'm telling you, man, I'm, I'm just trying to hold on over here. Wow. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, this has been good. Yeah, I'm getting, a, I'm getting a whole different kind of education today. Well, you know, uh, I used to tell my grandkids, my dad used to talk to me when I was young. He said, son, let me tell you something. There are two things that you will never, ever master. And I said, what's that, dad? He said, number one, you never get too old to learn. And you never learn everything. 
and I took it to heart. And he said, all you have to do is listen. Somebody can teach you something. Mm-hmm. Even a kid can teach you something. Oh, yeah. Yes, that oh, yeah. ain't no joke. And I'm like, wow, that is powerful. So I always listen, and I, I read a lot. And I, I'm a history guy. Okay. okay? And, and I love history. Matter of fact, matter of fact, we had a church, uh, and I'm sure do that on the radio. We had a church uh, quiz, and it was about presidents, okay? And one of the questions was, uh, who was the first black president? Well, everybody raised up their hand, Obama. Obama? Nah. Nah. Obama not the first black president. And they like, what? What you mean Obama not the first black president? That's what I was told. Uh-huh. That's what you were told. Uh-huh. You need to go back into history. And they said, well, well who is the black president? I said, okay, I'm going to give you a hint. First of all, he was a Republican. He was what? A Republican. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Listen to me. Just be quiet. Listen. All right. Secondly, he's freed the slave. <laughs> Who freed the slave? Oh, you ain't even studied your history. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, why don't you come on and tell us? Okay. Abraham Lincoln. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not Abraham Lincoln. A- Abraham Lincoln was a white man. No. Abraham Lincoln and a white mom and a black daddy. Hmm. Now, you don't believe me? Google it. You can Google anything <laughs> these days. <laughs> and then they, they, one, one of the students say, well, okay. Oh, geez. Well, you got people after you now. Look yeah. Out. Hello? <laughs> I'm here at the radio station. Y'all ready? Okay, give me, give me a few more minutes. I'll be there, okay? All right. All right, bye. <laughs> so, you going to Uber or Lyft somebody here? Yeah. yeah uh-huh. okay. right. And uh, I uh, I was saying that, uh, okay, the guys been well, who else beside Abraham Lincoln? I said, oh, you want to know that too, huh? I said, his name was John Hensley. He was the first black president of the United States. He said, what? I said, yes. Google it. <laughs> oh, we're getting an education here today, that's for sure. Oh, God. So uh, I, I try to explain to our young people, look, we know that a lot of history has been taken out of school, but my philosophy, it needs to be back mm-hmm. because that's where you learn, okay, to learn how to be a good citizen. Mm-hmm. When you study the Word of God, you start in the Old Testament, that history, mm-hmm. okay? Then you go into the New, which is the modern-day uh, teaching. But until you learn the history of the Word of God, you won't understand the New. Mm-hmm. You Very got good. to. Yeah. Because, it, 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 look, look at it this way. God used, and I'll, I'll tell you this one time in, in, uh, in Sunday school. I said, don't y'all know God you murders? They look at me like, what? Yes. Did you know God used murders? Mm-hmm. Study your Bible. It's in there. And one young man said, well, who did God use with the murder? 30 seconds, Mark. Okay. And I said, uh, I said, Moses one. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I said, Paul was another one. <laughs> <laughs> I said, David was another one. Mm-hmm. I said, Samson was another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, God, you all those murderers. 
right. And so they, for people don't look at it that way. Right. Uh-uh. So when you teach the Sunday school, you got to have some excitement in Sunday school. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. You yeah. do. You better. <laughs> and we are back. Warp and Move Radio, Radio TV at the Cool Group site. Uh, Sam actually has just got a phone call to do a Lyft, Uber thing, whatever. Yes. Uh-huh. So let's just take another 10, 12 minutes. Yeah, you, you got it, buddy. No okay. problem. All right. Okay. 10, 12 minutes, and yes. then we'll get, let you get on your way. Okay. Uh, let's... Uh, Let's kind of circle back around to uh, the veteran issue again. And for uh, the sake of everybody uh, listening here today, uh, Veterans Day was on Sunday. This is uh, Wednesday morning after Veterans Day. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about the importance of veterans for this country and talk about what do they bring to a country, to a free nation, after they've been in the military? What are the, what's the ethos? What are the characteristics? What are the attributes that they bring to this country after serving in the military? Well, uh, they could bring a few things. One, they could bring problems. <laughs> they do. We have a lot of our soldiers come back, and they ain't nothing but problems. And I'm talking about some serious headache. Now, this is the truth, folks, and I'm not talking about my soldiers, but we got some, some soldiers out there that, that just won't listen. They don't understand the system. The system designed for you to hurry up and wait. That's what it's designed for. And if you don't have the patient to wait on the VA, if you don't have the patient to wait on the government, okay, and then you're going to get in trouble. And that's why many of our soldiers have done, they have gotten in so much trouble because they wouldn't listen to the VA representative. And that is the negative side. Now, the positive side is uh, a guy like myself and, and many of my retirees, uh, we bring uh, to the community, uh, like, for example, if you're doing a Social Security check, if you're drawing a pension from the government, uh, from the military, okay, take your DD-214 before this year is out to the Social Security office so you can get a pay raise. That was done by Obama, okay? He passed that law. But nobody never talked about it. CNN don't talk about it. NBC, Fox News, nobody talk about it, okay? This is strictly VA. Take your DD-214 there, okay, so you can get a raise. The other thing that we do... Uh, we share uh, information on how to help uh, different individuals, like if your family needs something, okay, get hold to us. Because sometimes VA is so busy, and they are. I mean, right now, VA is just overcrowded. We don't have enough doctors. We don't have enough nurses to meet the demand of individuals coming back from Afghanistan or from anywhere around the world that have health problems. We just don't have enough. So they have to put them on the timeline, okay? So what you need to do, you need to be calling up a group outside of VA, like to retire like myself and us, and like I'm going to get a pass my number here so you guys can uh, get hold to it and he can post it, okay? And you can call us and, and we can help you out and just by anything you want. And if we can't help you, guess what? We can turn you on to the help that you need. See, it's all about knowing people who know people that know people that know people. That's a true statement. We're going to make sure to put all that information up uh, all over social media uh, as soon as we're finished here today. Let's talk about the positive aspects, the positive attributes of what does the military build into people that is beneficial to a culture? Well, one of the things they build into us is this here, respect. Mm. That is very important, folks. It seems like our society lost respect, even for our law enforcement, for our churches, for God, for our family. But when you go through that phase of the military, and you do your obligation, you learn respect. That is very important. The other part is when it comes to the uh, uh, physical part, 
is where we can come together again and support each other. Like this is what we do every month. And we do it throughout the year. Matter of fact, we have a health fair coming up uh, in, I believe it's in December. Yes. For all veterans to come in and get screaming for a different type of scenario, you know, like high blood pressure, diabetic, uh, colon cancer, and all this good stuff free. Yes. Okay. Because a lot of times, like I got a VA appointment Friday. They only give us a physical once a year. But sometimes once a year is not enough. Okay. So that's why we do stuff like this, you know, throughout the year. We do like four times a year. So that will help you out there. And if you need uh, transportation, give us a call. Okay. And if we can't get there, guess what? We will get somebody there for you. One of the things that strikes me as I hear you talking about these things is beyond the respect issue is how much you're giving to other people. So one of the things that, that I wonder about is when you're in the military, is that something that's kind of bred into you even more than perhaps the home that you grew up in, how important it is to give or support others who are right next to you? And, and that it, it is true because you're not going to go back to the Word of God. See, you got Christ in your life. You can't help from giving. Motherfucker, you want to give because you love giving. Because God said you love a cheerful giver. Okay? So, now let's just say that everybody don't have Christ. But yet, it's drilled in them that in the military, we are trained to help each other. Because my buddy depends on me, and I depend on my buddy. So, we have to get that respect. We have to learn to help each other. And the reason we do that is because... The military teach us how to help each other and why we need to help each other, whether it's civilian. I mean, even though uh, right now, uh, look at the flood that's going on down mm-hmm. south there, okay? You're not, they didn't say anything, but you know how many military that they call out to help? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Carolina, Florida, Puerto Rico. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Military do a lot of stuff, okay? And we are trained to do this here, and we love to do it. That's the key to it. You know, some people do stuff, they do it because, you know what, somebody asked you to do it. But when you love to do it, that's where the blessing come in as. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we need to raise a hand, raise a couple hands on that one. That's, a, that's important stuff. Yes, it so is. serving other people is really a crucial concern for us, obviously. Yes, it is. Uh, when you're coming out of the military. But, you know, for anybody, for that matter, yes, that's uh, it. in and around mm-hmm. uh, Indianapolis, our concern about serving other people. Give us one more. Uh, I know you got to take off here. Give us one more attribute, one more characteristic, one more uh, idea about what's important in terms of what you brought out of the military uh, and that you're bringing back into the culture right now? Well, what I uh, took into the military, when I took into the military, I was young and dumb. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have no education, okay? Mm-hmm. But the, the military taught me a lot, okay? And as I got out, as a matter of fact, let me say this, while I was in the military, I learned a lot about the spiritual life, about keeping your health, Okay, and about creating a decent income because if you live, my friend, you're going to get old. That's the bottom line. Okay, so what do you want when you get that golden age? Well, the military has has set me free. And what that song say? I'm free at last. Mm-hmm. Great God of mine, I'm free at last. Okay, mm-hmm. so it has set me free. But coming back out into in the community, I'm teaching young people. Listen to this very carefully. If you're not going to finish. If you're not going to go to college, finish high school, get into the military. If you're going to college, let the military pay for your college. Okay? 
Why? Because in today's society, you go out here and you get this grant uh, or whatever you're going to get. When you get out of college, you're in debt. When in the military, you're not in debt. You get free education. You get paid for your education. And you see the world at the same time. <laughs> so that's what we bring back to our community. Try to teach the young people. Okay? If you're not going to, if you don't have the money to do what you need to do to finish college, hey, or if you want to don't type that, you know what, I'm tired of school, get your GED, get into the military. Stay in there. Don't get out. Because the military, one thing about military, you stay in there long enough, you don't get a retirement. Okay? And let me tell you something, it's only 20 years. So if you go in there at 18 and 20 years, you get 38. You can do another job. That's what I've done. Like I said, listen to the, I'm on my sixth retirement. <laughs> I'm working on my sixth retirement. Yes, I am. Okay? Sixth, and I'm 70 years old. Mm-hmm. All right? But God has blessed me to be able to learn all this stuff in the military. And that's why we come back out of the military and I'm sharing it with you. And I'm sharing it with everybody that I know because well, that's, a, that's a will, that's a way. God wants us to have the best because it's coming from here, coming from him because he is the best. He don't have stuff. He don't give us nothing that, that we don't need or want. He give us what our heart desire. How bad do you want this? Because God is standing right there. He's like, open your arm. How bad do you want him? He right there. He said, knock. And the door shall open. That's what he's saying. And that includes your spiritual life. That includes your health. And that includes creating wealth. God wants you to have them all. He wants you to have the best. Okay? So we teach this in, in different seminars. We teach this on Facebook Live. We teach you and you and you about okay, giving back. Because I'm giving back to the community. The information that we have, and let me tell you something, folks. You ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't heard nothing yet. I'm telling you, folks. I'm telling you, you ain't heard nothing yet, okay? <laughs> give, give people another shout-out here before you take <laughs> off about what your when your show is All right. and what you talk about. All right. Uh, my show is this coming Friday, each and every Friday, right here on RadioNext.tv. Tune in and listen to me. And we do be doing Facebook Lives. So my Facebook Live is Sam Jackson. Again, out of 2 billion subscribers, I'm the only nap-head Negro. <laughs> see, I can say that, see? <laughs> They're in the cotton field, okay? So if you've never seen cotton before, guess what, baby? You can do that, all right? All right. Now, what we talk about is we bring you opportunity, all kinds of opportunities, from your spiritual life to your health to creating wealth. And not only do we bring it to you, we show you how to do it, okay? And, and not only that, we're going to help you to do it because the, the, the plan that we have, see, the Word of God teaches us, you know, we need a plan. Everything God did was a plan before he did it. He planned Jesus Christ. Yes, he did. He planned creating heaven and earth. Yes, he did. So we need a plan. Now, I know a lot of times people don't plan to fail. They just fail to plan. That's okay. And that's wrong with that. A winner never quit and a loser never win. We understand that. But let me tell you something. When you got a team and the team got the plan, I'm telling you, we can stand. Mm-hmm. So my name is Samuel Jackson. This coming Friday, RadioNext.tv. Tune in and listen to me. And there you go. This is uh, this is important information for every, anybody here in Indianapolis, yes. but anybody around the world, frankly, yes. for anybody who might be listening to us. We're going to be uh, uh, shutting down our, our show here a little bit early uh, this morning, just uh, just for various reasons. Uh, Sam's got to take off, uh, do an Uber Lyft thing uh, yeah. here, and uh, we're, but we're grateful to be here with you again. Uh, we're going to be taking Thanksgiving uh, week off from the radio, so you Amen. will not be hearing us. 
uh, this coming Wednesday, just so everybody knows. But keep track of what's going to go on here in the future. Make sure that you hear uh, all, and see on Facebook, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, all of the connections that we're making uh, with the new movie that we have coming out for Cominius. Uh, first showing here is in Southport uh, in this uh, tomorrow evening, actually. And if you need information on that, just shoot me a note, echo1957 at Gmail, or see me anyplace on social media. I'm all over. And make sure that you also know that uh, or ask, hey, where's the next showing going to be? We've got one up in uh, Noblesville. We've also got one in Fishers. Those will be coming up in December and January. You've been listening to Warp and Woof Radio, Radio Next TV at the Cool Groove site. We come to you every Wednesday from 10 until noon. And uh, we're going to take next week off, but when we come back the week after, we're going to have Phil, the man who uh, provides our facility here. Uh, he's going to be coming back and talking with us about the kinds of good that he does in other countries in the, on the continent of Africa with water. You won't want to miss that. Thanks for joining us today. We'll be back in two weeks. Thanks to Sam Jackson for his good words today. That's Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> and until the next time, we'll see you. God then. bless you.